Hello, everybody. My name is Phil. I'm a compulsive eater from New York City. Um, currently, right now at this moment in time, uh, I have an abstinence of one year, one month, and 26 days. Uh, I came into the rooms of Overeaters Anonymous, um, what is it, November 1st, 2008. Now, note, there was a time I was doing good, and then all of a sudden I kept, I started dropping sort of things, and then next thing you know, I was faced with a situation of a relapse situation. And uh, I was ready to go all the way out. And uh, uh, I always think of this one part from the big book. I'm a big book guy myself. And there's a part where, you, where you're doing like that kind of 10-step thing. And it's like, as we go through the day, we pause when agitated or doubtful and ask for the right thought or action. We remind ourselves that we're no longer uh, running the show, saying humbly to ourselves many times each day, thy will be done. You know, then we are in less danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self-pity, or foolish decisions. Um, they say some more stuff. We become more efficient. There's all these other great promises in there. But I like to focus on that part where uh, we are in less uh, much danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, or self-pity, or foolish decisions. There's a lot of stuff going on in there. And uh, things that uh, I'm always usually worried about. So, but the main thing is excitement. Things are, if things are going too good, sometimes I want to sabotage that. I'm sorry, I'm hearing a recording, uh, like there's some sound going on in the background. So if they want to mute that or whatever. But uh, I will say that, oh, in fact, let me throw out my number there just in case anything gets cut off. Uh, like I said before, I'm full. My home group is the BIPOC Lit Meeting, uh, usually on Thursday nights. Uh, my number is 646-409-4261, and that is Eastern Standard Time. Uh, New York City time. Um, now, like I was saying, uh, the whole thing, because right now I have just turned 55 years old. It is my birthday. Um, I love it when people are like, um, uh, I'm a school teacher, so there was a big hubbub. They came in to my classroom with these big things, and they gave me uh, certain food items, which I'm not going to repeat, and also a thing of a whole bunch of little food items, which I also don't eat. And uh, they were just like, hey, great, aren't you so happy for all these great things that we've brought you? And I just thanked them very much. And uh, they ran out of the rooms that I basically just gave all the stuff to my students um, because I can't eat that. That's not my food. Now, you know, there would be times I would feel some sort of resentment about that. I feel like, oh, but I deserve it. It's my birthday and or whatever. But the main point is that um, I had a whole lifetime of that. Um, so I just have to keep in mind that I have a kind of a higher purpose now. There's a, a thing from doing this program and being involved in this, doing the step work, you start seeing the bigger kind of picture of this. I help with step studies. Uh, I'm involved with, um, like, higher service. Uh, I'm involved with the intergroup of, of uh, my, 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 my home group and, and, and my little region. So there, there's lots of things to be doing. And if I knock out my abstinence, um, then that I can't have that. I can't be involved in those things. I'll have to wait and take time out and stuff like that. And there are too many people dying right now. My sponsor would always say, it is imperative that you do service, that you are involved and do these things. Because if not you, then who? I used to have a favorite... Um, this favorite meeting, I think I'm sure some people here, I heard your names, uh, 
that that used to be at that meeting with me. And that was like it was a great meeting. It was a big book meeting. I'm a big book kind of guy. And um, and slowly but surely, um, when the pandemic hit and things like that, I started noticing. I started hearing. Uh, you know, my sponsor was always big on rotation of service. And he said, if you're not going to do that service, somebody else got to step up. And if you want those meetings to exist, you got to do service. So me trying to do that, and I wanted to try to run everything and try to run the show, but I do not run the show. And it had to be a point that I had to step away and not do service there. In fact, that was the time, around the time that I went out. And then once I went out, I couldn't do service there. So I started going to like a more beginner's meeting to try and get what I could to get back in and do the steps again and get involved like in that way. But during that time while I was out of there, my other meeting that I really loved fell apart. People didn't want to step up and do service and it, it, it vanished. And I was sad to hear that it is no longer in existence. So like if you love a meeting, if you love the recovery, if you love the things you're getting out of it, you know, even if it's the smallest things, even if it's like in your live meeting, putting in chairs or, or you know, or doing service like they were asking before. You know, don't be shy about that. It's, it's the things, it's these little things that help keep you abstinent on a daily basis. And uh, that's what I got to do. Because for me, there are so many different aspects that make me want to go crazy. You know, I was brought up at my, at my highest weight, I was 313 pounds. I'm right now uh, about 195 pounds. Um, and at my lowest weight, I was 150-something pounds. And I was trying desperately to get to 150. And by then, I started noticing that I had a problem with uh, going in that direction. And my sponsor had to step in, look over my food plan, and help adjust it. Now, note, I can't be trusted with these certain things. There are certain things that I need to do, and I need to listen to other people. I get a nutritionist, and I listen to my nutritionist's advice. I listen to my sponsor. I listen to people around me. I do not trust myself on certain aspects of these things. So... I have to be open to these things, and I cannot run the show. And to do that, that means I have to have a lot of um, surrendering. And, ugh, man, I hate surrendering. I really do. That's why I have to run that, you know, it's, it's the situation here. It says, when we go through the day, I need to pause when I get agitated or doubtful. I have things going on. I have resentments. I'm a school teacher. I deal with a lot of kids saying horrible stuff to my face on a daily basis. And I have to understand they are sick and suffering people. I have to say that angry man prayer every day. I have to ask for God's help every day. And it says here, uh, when agitated or doubtful, we ask for the right thought or action. And that asking for the right thought or action means, for me, praying. So I have to do a lot of praying in there. So I have to maintain that um, conscious contact with a power greater than myself. Now, note, I've worked with people of many different religions. I've worked with people that um, were atheists, but they were all able to come to a conclusion of some sort of power greater than themselves that were not themselves. And once they were able to do that, and I'll speak for myself, once I was able to do that, I was able to get what I needed in this program. Now, note, sometimes when I take my eye off the ball, that's what led to my downfall. You know what I mean? Once you start thinking like, I got this, I got this, I got this, the truth is, for me, I will say, I don't got this. It says, you, I need to be humbly saying to myself, many times each day, thy will be done. 
not thy will be done, not my will, my higher power's will, because, you know, I'm constantly swayed by fear, anger, worry, self-pity, or excitement. Excitement could be good excitement. I'm happy about the holidays. I'm happy about getting time off from school. I'm happy about my birthday. I'm happy about these things. That could take me out too. Good things can take me out as well as bad. And things will happen. But the main point is, I got to keep it in the gray. Keep it like not too high, not too low. Not, you know, before I would moderate, try to moderate with all these other things. I can't moderate these things. I need good sponsorship. Someone that's going to call me on my BS and say, hey, look at these things that you're doing. You know, check that. Um, even now, like orthorexia, you know, if you're constantly, you know, weighing things, like you have to weigh things to a certain point, but don't drive yourself crazy. And in that things, like, oh, I missed this, I'm going to substitute this for this, and I'm going to substitute that for that. You know, can't. Can't drive myself crazy like that. But I'm just speaking for myself. There are so many different ways to do it. You know, like it says with meditation and prayer, the only way to do it wrong is to not do it. So on a daily basis, I have to speak to my higher power. Um, praying is talking to your higher power. Meditating is listening to your higher power. Can I do this just for today? I don't have to do it for a million years. I can just start off for a minute. I can start off with five minutes. Set an alarm. You know, if I could do that, I could get that recovery. Just for now. I don't want to drive myself nuts because I could spin out of control so easy. And when I spill out of control, I start thinking about what I want to eat and what I want to have and what I'm going to do and what I'm going to do that. And after I do that, I might as well do this. And if I'm going to do that, I might as well do this. And it's a whole, um, I can only describe it as dominoes. Once this recovery group, you know, I belong to a couple of uh, recovery groups. And this is the first line of defense. If my food starts going wrong, then other things will fall. You know, and even in the recovery stuff, the last thing that goes is the food. You know, I'm living in denial about this. I'm not making meetings. I'm not doing service. I'm not calling people. I'm not getting calls. I'm not praying. I'm not meditating. Then food sounds like a good idea. I have all these problems. I'm stressed out about these things. Food sounds like a good idea. But the main thing is we learn so much in program. Going to meetings, I learned so much solutions from the people that I listen to speaking, sharing their experience, strength, and hope, giving me the hope to carry on for just a minute, helping me not give up before the miracle. Seriously, doing that, listening to my sponsor, doing that step work, staying on top of the situation, not being lazy about it. <sighs> Even when I get through that 12-step stuff, I have to realize the clock goes back to one and get on that thing. And if anything, the way to, a good way to keep solid on your steps is to take another person through the steps. Or if you're one of the people that are down for a step study, get involved with that. They put out a perfectly serviceable, that green book that is a good step study has you reading the big book, has you reading the OA 12 and 12, and also bringing some literature in from the for today and the voices of recovery, little by little, each week, going through a different step. You know, 15 weeks, you should be able to wrap it all up. And by the time you get through that thing, you should be able to take other people through the steps. There are too many people out there dying of this thing, especially now. 
during the, the times of the pandemic, a lot of people are falling off. I see people on the street that I used to know and program, and, you know, they ain't in it anymore. And it shows. Um, no, not to take their inventory, me, because me, I'm not at my thinnest either. But the main point is slowly but surely, I'm listening to my, my nutritionist. I'm listening to my sponsor. I'm trying to do the thing. You know, am I perfect? Far from it. You know, do I send my 10 step in every day? No, sometimes I forget. And sometimes I'm gonna, too tired. I'm going to do it in the morning and then I don't do it because life gets too busy. Got to make time for it. You got to make time for service. Like, I knew, you know, I was feeling some sort of way. I'm t everybody kept on saying, hey, what are you doing for your birthday? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What I'm going to do is I'm going to speak at a meeting. I'm going to work with sponsees. I'm going to do these things. <sighs> day to day, we get that constant contact with God or at least my version of God. Everybody has a different version of it. Think of it like this. I always think of the old concept. I could ask a million people, what kind of dog are you thinking of? Everybody pick a dog. Everybody's going to pick a different kind of dog. Some people will pick the same dog. Some people will pick different dogs. Some people will pick a cat. But the main point is, the concept of a dog is the concept of God. It means the same words backwards. But the main point is, everybody's going to have a different concept of a God. Some people have a standard religion that will be the same as other people. Some people have the same thing, but just a little bit different. Or some people have a thing that's completely not what the other people would think. It might be spiritual, but not religious, but still. You might have a, you know, everybody's got a different thing going on there. But everybody should be able to figure out something that's going to help them stay up in here. I'll speak for myself. I need OA. OA don't need me. So I got to do my best to stay up in here and stay relevant and stay in this thing. Because, you know, OA don't owe me anything. You know, but I owe OA everything for me. OA has done so much for me. It's given me relationships with friends or with people that wanted to kill me dead I've done amends with people that I took food from or restaurants I took food from, I, I paid them back, dined and dashed. Um, people I took things from, I gave them their stuff back or paid it back, did amends, all these different things. You know, do my best to minimize harm, um, tell the truth now, or at least do my best to tell the truth. And if I tell a lie or I say the wrong thing, I'm quick to apologize and then correct that. I need to speak at a meeting. I need to remind myself. I'm talking to you guys, but I'm also really explicitly talking to myself to remind myself from where I become, from where I was. Remind myself of when I was 313 pounds and how it felt, how it felt when I walked upstairs, how it felt when... I would wake up in the morning and just dash outside to buy food. Um, thinking about breakfast, lunch, dinner, and just not stopping in between, grazing constantly, and remembering how I physically felt ill, yet kept eating anyway. 
I was eating to satisfy some sort of passion. I was eating to satisfy some sort of hurt, some hole in my soul that I was filling with food, items, other things, so many different things. But the main point is none of those things worked. A relationship with a higher power works for me on a daily basis. But I have a built-in forgetter. I constantly keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. So the main point is for me to remember. And you remember this. Uh, I think uh, the 12 and 12 says, uh, I think it might be either 12 and 12 for AA or 12 and 12 for OA. They say repetition. Permanence is, rep uh, yeah, the only version of permanence that we can do is repetition, doing the same thing over and over again. If I'm able to stay abstinent for one day by doing these certain things, if I did those things again the next day and did those things again the next day, I will stay abstinent. And then doing them again and again and again, and then I turn around and I'm one year, one month, and 26 days abstinent again. Down from before, I had years. I had years. And now, one year, one month, 26 days. And you know what? I'm not going to beat myself up for that because I remember when I couldn't do three days. And I just have to keep that at the forefront of my mind just for now. It's just doing the thing. All we've got to do is just be here now. Be present now. Be present when I'm eating. Don't sit and look at the, the news or look at this other thing while I'm eating. I need to be there present with my food now because I forget. I could keep eating like crazy. Got to remember. Got to remember the past. What do they say? If you're not cognizant of the past, you're going to repeat it. You're doomed to repeat it. Oh, yeah, it's a school thing, they say. Those that, you know, fail to pay heed to history are doomed to repeat it. And oh, in school, we mean the class, but also in life. So I have to keep that in mind. It's hard. Normally, before, you know, before my, my break of abstinence, I was like, wow, you know, somebody said the best thing I ever heard was, it is so easy to get abstinence, but it's so hard to stay abstinent. And I didn't understand it back then, but I understand it now. And it is painful, you know, to know the right thing to do and then do the wrong thing. If you knew what was right, the difference between right and wrong, and you do the wrong thing, because for me, doing that, it's just like, I feel like I want to punish myself. I don't feel worthy of this thing. And sometimes you need to look at an outside issue. You might need therapy. You might need this or that. But I'm not the one to judge for that. All I could do is do right by my higher power. Listen to my sponsor. Take advice. I, I, I'll give you a perfect example. I was in a position today where um, there was uh, some toxic, a toxic situation in my life, you know, uh, where an old friend was just doing some pretty nasty stuff and I had to get away from them. And they keep on uh, contacting me and then, of course, I would take them back because, you know, it's my friend. We have such history, all these things. But it is not serving me. You know, I need to do what's right, and I 
was so angry that this person, this person, even though I blocked them on all these things, for my own sanity and my own abstinence and taking care of myself, self-care is so the reminder. Thank you. Uh, it's so important to have that self-care for yourself and to know to do that because if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't put the oxygen on your mask on yourself, how are you going to help anybody else? And that's our primary purpose. Our primary purpose is come in, get abstinent, and do this thing so we can help other people because there are other people that are dying. So in doing that, um, I wrote an angry letter, and I was about to say to send it, press send, but I remember restraint of tongue, pen, and keyboard. And I thought, don't press send. Call your sponsor. Pray about it. And then do what, take the next right steps. Do what's the next right thing. Follow the footwork. So I called my sponsor. My sponsor was like, don't send that letter. It's only going to trigger a reaction that's going to start off a cycle. Don't do it. And I prayed about it. And I deleted, I blocked the person again on, on my mail thing. And I listened to my sponsor. And I was so grateful that I did. Because um, resentment, real or imagined, can kill me, can drive me to want to eat and hurt myself. And then if I start, you know, doing these things and going on and stuff like that, I have plans of things that I want to do to just burn it all down to the ground. Because I'm not like all, I, I am very all or nothing. If I can't have this abstinence, I'm going to burn it all down to make sure that everything gets destroyed. I'm a scorched earth kind of person. But today, with the help of a higher power, I could just get another day. I could just do the good thing again one more time. Listen to advice one more time. Be of service one more time. Help other people one more time. Get out of my head. Stop thinking about myself all the time. Do what's right today. And by doing these things, I can help another person stay abstinent. I can talk to you right now. You might be in a position where you're struggling. You might be in a position where you're hating yourself. I understand that. And it is in that game recognizes game that I can talk to you and tell you that you can do this. You might think that you might not be able to do this, but you can Reach out, get yourself a sponsor, avail yourself, be open to it. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So just be open, pray about it. Even if you don't believe in a higher power, pray to whatever is out there. Ask for help and wait. Wait for the miracle. Just stick around just a little bit longer. You can do this just for today. Reach out to people, call people, get involved, get into it, write people. There are so many different kinds of meetings. We are in a position where we can get meetings all around the world. You can get Zoom meetings, you can get live meetings, you can get phone meetings like we are right now and get that recovery. It is here for you. So stick around just for today. Do the good thing for today. And, you know, like my sponsor says, if you want what I got, you do what I do. So I'm going to keep doing that just for today. I'll leave it at that. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank my higher power and thank my sponsor and thank you all you guys. I just love you. I love Overeaters Anonymous. It saved my life. I'll leave it at that. And I've said. <laughs>